I do. All right. And Roger, Roger. Roger Dodger, welcome to the Council Cast. This is and episode. The are on the griddle. <laughs> this is episode 101, being recorded on December 3rd, 2019. The Council is now in session, and as with every week, we'll make arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. All Council Cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever yet at at this point in time in the known universe maybe tomorrow check again next week if you watch religiously you'll know that we clearly know what we're talking about clearly clearly well we want to start off with the um, fact that there's no way Walt Disney has been frozen because they just put the first patient into suspended animation for the first time ever. Really? <laughs> Was there a question around Walt Disney? I don't understand your comment. So is this <laughs> animation supposed to be like comedic or like romantic comedy or suspended? They had him. They had oh. him suspended until there was animation to suspend him. Yes. <laughs> they they finally immortalized him in animation. <laughs> I don't get it. So, well, so there's uh, apparently a, a theory that Walt Disney is frozen and he's going to come back to life at some oh. point in time. And so I'm saying that there's no way that he could be because they're now saying this is the first time it's ever happened. Oh, they, like they legitimately did the science fiction, like, let's put you to sleep for the journey type thing? Yep. Yeah. For they, how long? They have uh, it's officially called the Emergency Preservation and Resuscitation EPR, and I assume they cool you the fuck down. Um, yes, the patient is cooled rapidly by replacing their blood with ice cold saline. The heart stops beating, brain activity completely stops, all normal body temperatures, cells needed a uh, are cold and slowed down until they stop. So they, what do they cool? You, what do they cool you to? Um, like, are we talking know. like sixties? I'm gonna say. Well, they say ice cold, so I'm gonna guess. Oh, they they like get you. Like, do they do they freeze you? Well, that's what it kind of sounds like because they said that the cold temperature slows or stops the chemical reaction in cells, which need less oxygen. So I'm guessing you're probably pretty close to like. 30 to 40 degrees. How long did they do this to somebody for? Two hours. They did it to somebody for two hours? Yep. Like, was it an emergency scenario where they just like, Frank, hop on up! (laughs) (laughs) It it sounds like it was an emergency scenario. (laughs) They said, did it work? Uh, They said, yeah, the the surgical team had two hours to work on the patient's injuries before they're warmed up and their heart is restarted. Huh. Interesting. So they said they've put a limit on uh, the 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 time frame for two, at two hours, but they're like, we're not exactly sure if that's like an actual limit or not. So the the question, like, yeah, like, what are the limiting factors? The, I don't think they really know yet. <laughs> right. 
because if you've put it, if you've got it to the point where all the processes have basically stopped, like what's to stop it from going relatively indefinitely? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, and I don't think they really know. I think they're just like I'm curious. But they they said that all brain activity stops too. Uh, where does it really say know. that? How would that like, be curious? But they they said. The I mean, I guess like technically isn't too. like. I mean, don't what we know about the brain up till now. Like, you know, I'm not a neuro neuroscientist, but does isn't isn't it like theorized or proven or like shown that like like actual pathways form to like help us do memories and shit? So if the if the physical pathways like still like exist, like actual pathways form. Like theoretically, they just need all that electricity applied again, right? Like in theory, yeah, why not? It's it's, it's not like I mean, like, I mean, this is all like uncharted all territory in again, some right? regard. Like, like I mean, or do theory. we think yeah, that like it's, it's once the brain is shit. off, it's like Mad what? Max to get it started again? You have to know the right sequence in order to do things in, or like when they're trying to squeeze all those those the power out of Apollo thirteen, and it's like <laughs> we got to figure out what order to do it in so that we don't blow the amps. Uh, I would presume it would be because if it's if it's all physical neuron based, like just fucking apply power, go again, like hmm. yeah. Um... I I mean I think they're talking. I don't know if I, I I'm gonna bet that one of the limits is they talk about oxygen here, and so I'm gonna guess that they've probably slowed just the cells down to the point where they can just live a lot longer on the amount of oxygen they have. Sure. So, maybe as long as you continually like pump oxygen into the person, it might what be okay. What is stopping them from having the person hooked up to something that can uh, effectively transfer oxygen at the temperatures <clears throat> that blood would not be able to? That's what I'm thinking. And I think that would probably be the only limit there. Like, because this thing says that the cold temperature Five slows minutes. or stops the conversion associated with that. Uh. Well, they say five oh shit! Uh, they, okay, so here this this other article says that they cool them to ten to fifteen degrees C. Dang! And they do say that the activity almost completely stops. Oh, that's yeah, that's only fifty Fahrenheit. Yeah. Huh. See, it's it's not as cold as you would think. No. So they're not actually so they're, they're yeah. At, them. They're at, not actually at killing that them. temperature. You would be more worried about like what can happen to the bot because it's not it's not frozen and like shoved into a freezer, right? So it's not completely like yeah, there's no just, tissue damage, right? So like what, but but can't like if you did it indefinitely, like would that be an issue? Hmm. Like They're what, probably like, looking for I'm, volunteers to try that and see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious what the limiting factors are then. Like uh, it's just because it, uh, all the stuff doesn't completely stop, so that it like it will eventually use up the oxygen. How 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 much do you think they would pay for a medical study? <laughs> I've got to yeah, like, like, yeah, like, Can you like show up and be like, hey, you can do this uh, <clears throat> thing to me for like. Uh, uh, three weeks if you pay me like a million dollars. There you go. <laughs> Done. They do say they're not trying to send people to Mar- Saturn yet, but uh, well, I think yet. It, that's just the next step. It's pretty neat. 
this uh, gets me closer to my dream of put me to sleep and wake me up when the Wii comes out. No? South Park joke? Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only South Park person on this call besides you guys would be the guy on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I give it a thumbs up. I think it's 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 a neat application, and I'm interested to see what happens. Thumbs up for sure. There's an episode of South Park where Cartman uh, wants to freeze himself because the Nintendo Wii comes out in a week, and he doesn't want to wait that long. So he goes up on like the mountain to freeze himself, and gets like something happens. He gets stuck up there. Or like an avalanche happens, I think, and Butters is the only one that knows where he was, <laughs> and, and they can't find him. So then, like, he gets woken up, and he's like, "Is the Nintendo Wii out?" And it's like a really <laughs> long time in the future, and they have to go to a museum to find him a Nintendo Wii. Oh my god! <laughs> it's such a good episode. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, oh, that's happening. Welcome, welcome back, Logan. Thanks. Alright, well, you know, if you wanted to go to to space, you might have a problem if you're trying to get through Elon Musk's Starlink satellites, which apparently are causing headaches for astronomers. Not this Musk guy again. Wait, the number of satellites he's putting up are already causing problems? Yeah, apparently, so there's like 60 or so already up there, and the... Uh, astronomers at a Chilean observatory w- apparently had to wait for s- the 60 satellites to drift by. That's dang. Hilarious. How long does that it? take? Uh, those are all. E- those aren't all Elons, are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Starling it took seven. five minutes. Oh, so you know, eh, like an, in- an inconvenience. <clears throat> Nothing. Yeah, I got my yeah. satellite. Do you want to fight about it? Rudely interrupted. I mean, I, I get their complaint. Let, let's just—I mean—launch a bunch of observatories just further out in orbit than the fucking Starlink satellites are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's kind of a concern, but I'm not sure how big of a deal it really is. I don't know. Five minutes is a long time. I mean, I wonder if you had like a thousand up there. Would it just be like infinite forever? They do have a cool picture here of it showing where the satellites flew by. Yeah, there's uh, there's streets. there's there's some people that are definitely not happy about it. I mean, I guess it would stand to reason that the astronomers are going to be a little pissed off. But I wonder yeah, how often this happens. happens. Yeah, that's another question. Really- like it, like if it happens, like every, like just interval that doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? I mean, I know that attitude results in us having a Dyson sphere of shit around our planet. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't so- know. Say something, Brian. Uh, no, no, me. Oh. Oh well, no, no, we can we can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Big Red sixty nine was Brian, <laughs> which that is way way funnier. That makes the most <laughs> sense. Well, so apparently Musk has approval to launch up to twelve thousand satellites, so yeah, it I mean, might be a bigger big deal. Right? This is just sixty. Really, twelve um, thousand? And he asked permission to launch an additional thirty thousand on top of that. 
Dang. <laughs> the orbit's gonna look like uh like uh, the intro to Wally. Pretty much. <laughs> like flying through a pile of space junk just to get to Earth. I mean, maybe this would be a case where they're going to have to just go and launch more space satellite or space telescopes. I mean, yeah, mm. and they're just going to have to kind of live with it. I mean, so like, I feel like it is relevant to like worry about you know we we pump sixty thousand of these things like what's it going to do to ground based astron- astronomy? But at the same time, like, do we not? Yeah, I don't know. Do you not do it because we can't figure out a different way? I don't know. I don't well, know. it I seems feel... like a lot. I mean, that seems. I. I don't. Why do they need thirty thousand satellites someday? I mean, what's the purpose of so many satellites? Uh, global coverage of uh, internet connectivity. Yeah, so I I think the biggest concern is that if you if you restrict the amount of research that can be done from Earth's surface, I mean that like yeah, that's the... an issue, right? Like, I mean, you, you can argue that it makes the barrier to entry really, really fucking high, right? And and it also increases the amount of upfront cost for any additional space exploration. Yep. Which, I mean, it shouldn't be tossed aside. So, but with the rate of inflation, you know, that's like buying a Big Mac here in 20 years or something stupid, right? Is <laughs> is most of our astronomical, like, discoveries, are those happening by ground-based installations? Or are they happening via things that are not on the ground? I don't know, Blaine, maybe you know more, but from my understanding, it's like, we, we, we figure out enough from the ground to be yeah. able to fund research to go up. Yeah, I think I think most of it is actually happening on the ground, and and then it, they're like, hey, there's this one very specific thing we need to do in space, and then they launch a space satellite. But most of it happens on the ground yet. Hmm. So I don't know. I give I, don't know. I, I give it a thumbs down. Why not? I don't yeah. know. I mean, thumbs up for ticking off some random researchers out in the middle of nowhere, but uh, thumbs down for, you know, actually blocking reasonable research time. <laughs> like, I'm going mean, to say thumbs down. I, I don't know. It just seems crazy that in that five minutes, it takes five minutes for that many satellites to go by. There's just... Are they I sure mean, they counted the whole 60 global satellites? Thing. I don't know. Thumbs down. Because <laughs> what if there was an alien? I don't ship even understand what we're talking about. I'm going to say thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> so Elon Musk's Musk isn't the only thing giving people the headaches. Ouch, that's bad. Mm. But you know what? It maybe gives you a headache is if you have a Twitter account <laughs> that gets deleted. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. What I happened? Reopen mine. So oh, apparently, will they, will they do that to Trump? That would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think Trump's Twitter account is inactive, though. Is the problem? <laughs> oh, they should just delete it for the fun of it. <laughs> uh, so apparently, everybody who has Twitter, if you are not using your Twitter account, if it's an inactive account, 
Twitter is going to start deleting your account starting well, December 11th. There goes our council cast account. <laughs> oh God, you're right. <laughs> um, I know this. Said, there's a line in here that says, uh... "Wait, where did I see this?" Oh, the the ta- the tagline is "This could wipe out accounts for the deceased." Yes, I feel like they should do something like Facebook does, where you can turn it into a memorialized page. Here's yeah. my reaction. So, yeah. So what they're doing <laughs> is any accounts that haven't have not signed in for at least six months, they'll begin purging those accounts starting on December 11th. Six months. Yep. Not even a year. Nope. Six months is pretty aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could forget something very easily for six months. So, but apparently, like you said, they are, uh, it would certainly get rid of accounts for people who are deceased, uh, people in extended hospital stays, uh, and other things like that. And so they're apparently people talking about. People that leave the country for more than six months at a time and go live in the middle of nowhere to do something. Yep, your account's gone. Because <laughs> Logan's giving us reactions on post-its. That's pretty great. Or post-it-like objects. I guess I can't say for sure unless he were to tell me that they're post-it notes. I am a four-dimensional being. This is a two-dimensional object held in three-dimensional space. It is actually a cube, sir. Oh. <laughs> Draw me a tesseract. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> But, you know, I think that Twitter's gotten a little bloated lately, so, you know, I'm okay with them closing accounts, but I think that maybe... So, thumbs up to that, but maybe they should not be, well, like, like, I mean, at least a year. on Twitter besides our president right now? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't have a problem with them cleaning house, but six months seems a little strong. Our office throws out, like, 50 posts a day on Twitter to see what picks up any traction. And then they take well, that kind of comment, that kind of content to put on other sites that have have traction. Mm. I'm like, Twitter is Twitter's the trial page for my office. Like, they don't even care what response they get because they know <laughs> nobody's on Twitter, so they just put a bunch of crap up. Like at at the bottom of this, it says Twitter told Engadget it's considering ways to memorialize accounts of the deceased, though it didn't explain how that might work. <laughs> They'll get a plaque. And Twitter's that, headquarters. That update was at seven seventeen PM Eastern. <laughs> A star on the wall. <laughs> if no you want to go see your loved ones' posts, they have them immortalized uh, on a giant brass plaque in the entryway of Twitter's headquarters. <laughs> on a scroll sign. Yeah. <laughs> they actually just have all the tweets on a little one of those LED scrolling signs. They'll mail it to you. Okay, so this is bad, but hey, I tried. That's that's not yeah. bad. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I like that you have these uh, analog reactions now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to say thumbs down for Twitter. Just for Twitter. I don't know. This is yeah. I think. <clears throat> It works both ways. Thumbs down for six months. Yeah, you only need one. 
There you go. Everybody gets one. All right. Well, everybody who might want one is a Tesla Cybertruck. Uh. <laughs> Matt's tired of this. I, I, have you have you not uh, explored all the options yet? So, I was hoping that the style would grow on me. <laughs> it it hasn't. It looks like a moon vehicle. I. Okay. I will say that, like, I am extremely enthusiastic about the price and the specs and the functionality that the design affords, but it, my eyes <laughs> are, just are having trouble liking it. Which, just remember, it's like the cube. You only have to look at it from the inside. It's fine. I've seen people say that they actually like the design of it, and that's I'm not knocking them for liking it. Like, but they in turn can't expect other people to, you know, just be like, "Oh, it's beautiful." Because I think it's... if I owned some kind of scientific factory out in the middle of nowhere, I would require that those were the only vehicles used. <laughs> yeah, if if I felt like I needed this enough to not care about what it looks like like at this point I, I am not in need of it so much functionally that I can overlook what it looks like hmm. um, but I could like if I were somebody that needed to haul stuff pretty frequently like I, I totally would get just being able to overlook how it looks um, if you weren't a fan of it, I know people are jumping at it if they like the or like what it looks like because I mean the price for the range, like I, I mean I almost want to own it just because you can get a 500 plus mile one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like for the price that I paid for my Model Three, it goes 310 miles. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, so what's the load capacity with the 500 it, mile it's range? It's 14,000 pounds. Really? That's oh yeah, the, it is. That's the towing, not the yeah, just uh, bed. But that's for the same amount that I paid for my Performance Model Three, which goes. I don't know what it does zero to sixty now in, but stated it when purchase, I think it was like three two. Huh. This thing for the same money can haul shit. Is damn near indestructible. Aside from the windows, <laughs> goes zero to sixty in two point nine, yeah, and and gets five hundred plus miles of range, assuming all the specs that they stated stay true. And if and if if I remember correctly, the specs that they've stated have like their timelines are almost always fucking wrong, but the specs they state they nearly always meet. The, yeah. I don't. So I've got a, a staff member. The if you have an SUV, do you call it an SUV? Like if you were saying, would you call it by the name of the vehicle, or would you say it's an SUV? Uh, can you like give me like, like an example? Uh, my usage, a Yukon. But like, so, I'm, so I, I mean, like, yes. how would this be used in conversation? So the staff member says, um, "My truck." The truck, referring to their their Yukon SUV as a truck. Uh, I'd probably nah. call it a truck. Nah. So I'm just saying that when I was in college, they used to make lasagna that looked like, um, 
No, hear me out now. They they, they just they gave it the wrong name. The lasagna looked like stroganoff or something, and the stroganoff looked like lasagna. I said, if you guys just switch the names, we'll be a whole lot happier. So if we can just get them to remarket this thing and not as a pickup truck, but as a sports utility vehicle, I then everyone's going to be fine with it. I don't think the name of it's the issue. I mean, it, it might it be like some it of it like because some people it, some people expect a pickup to look a specific way. Exactly. And and, and the Rivian of, version of the electric truck looks much more like a traditional pickup. If you say small SUV, people aren't going to care. They're going, oh, that's cool. I just it, It's still, no matter what it is, it still looks like it drove straight out of a science fiction film. And some people love that. But a decent size of them don't. Yeah, I say I, I'm a I'm a science fiction guy, and I have trouble swallowing this design. Yeah, it's just not something that I expect a lot of people to gravitate towards. But wanting like the, to drive the, this around daily. The specs are ridiculous. Oh yeah, like, absolutely so good. But like I put so like maybe they're gonna get and they have a lot of pre-orders. But again, it's like a hundred bucks to pre-order. Like big fucking whoop de doo. Um, that's not to diminish the, how impressive it is that they're up to like 200 or whatever they're at now, 250 maybe. Um, so that's pretty clearly the, the, there is some to a lot of interest in the vehicle. How much of those will convert though remains to be seen. Um, and, and maybe they're going to grab a bunch of people that wouldn't normally be pickup owners because the price is so good. And like it, it essentially behaves like the pickup they would need, but like people like, and we've talked about this before. Maybe this is the minority of people, but like I, I know from rural Midwest, right? All the truck people I know, and I know this is overdone in relation to this uh, topic already, like quote unquote truck people. They've been talking about it for like, the past four weeks since this, or however long it's been since this thing was announced. <laughs> but the, the truck people I know, it's like, you know, my, my grandpappy drove a Ford. My dad drives a Ford and I drive a Ford <laughs> and my son's going to drive a Ford. Like maybe that's the minority of people, but I can tell oh. you right now, they're not going to win those people over with this design. That guy's going to drive to the job site and get laughed out of it by all the people that think the truck is quote unquote gay. <laughs> like that's, that's just yes. what's going yeah. to happen. But, that will. But Matt, in the pictures here, they don't even show you the back as a bed of a pickup. Oh, it does open as a bed of a pickup. Yeah, it opens and it's slick. It's nice. Yeah. If just, it opens like, as the bed you, of a pickup, then it's an it's a sports utility vehicle. If they just remarket it, it's fine. I'm I'm not saying they should try to win that crowd. Maybe it's not their target market and shouldn't <clears> be. But you know, they I should make it customizable. I, so I believe put, they're like, not winning the majority of that crowd. And one of the things that somebody pointed out to me, um, a couple days ago that I thought really, really hit a uh, nice uh, chord was uh, they, they put like the 110 and the 220 outlets on it to like position it as like this thing that you can use in the field, right? Like use it as your work truck. You know what every goddamn work truck that I've ever seen <laughs> does, especially for like farmers and shit? 
like it's either a flatbed or they can put some other sort of bed on the back to be like their storage like like go like you know like their mobile repair vehicle thing yeah. like th- this doesn't look like it can do that but they have a tent that can go in the back didn't you see that one not adaptable <sighs> So, like, I don't know if that's going to hit that demographic as hard as they want I also think that having a 110 or 220 outlet in my truck that's electric is a great idea for when I want to run the lights all day long, powered off of this thing, and then want to drive home and I can't because my battery's dead. Mm -hmm. I mean, would that actually be the case? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Depends on how long you run the lights, right? And how big the lights are. I, I think this thing has the potential to do great with one, Tesla fanboys, and two, people who are not the quote unquote mm-hmm. truck guys, but are like the, you know, suburban people that can just like get some utility out of it. Yeah. I, this yeah, is not going to definitely go for truck guys. I mean, I cannot I, see a guy getting this and driving I it mean, out in the field. I feel like you're going to have the one-off situations where the truck guy is like, fuck it, this thing's awesome, and fuck what everybody else says <laughs> about me driving this thing. And you know what? More power to him. That's great. I think that's fantastic. I don't think you're going to get that as the norm. No. No. So, um, so I would love to know if that's even the demographic that they were trying to go after, like whether they think they can truly get like, like, are they sitting in a room thinking that they can pop off half of the Ford F-150 sales with this? Like, that's what I would love to hear an honest answer to that question. Hmm. I say thumbs up for the sports utility vehicle of the future. <laughs> I'd say thumbs I, up. I, I, I like it. I like thumbs it. Up. I, I, I think like it'll it. be interesting. I, I, I think it. I think it takes balls to bring something like this to market. It if absolutely I, takes. Yeah, I think if I was going to buy a truck in the city, I would buy an electric truck. Yeah, you know, to be I, honest, I, I would... love the idea of an electric truck because you don't have to deal with the gas mileage that you normally do in a gas truck. Well, and, I mean, pulling something is still going to absolutely kill your range. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it... But, like, if you're driving about... it as a daily driver, like, I know a lot of people who have trucks, and they're like, nah, I just bought a car so I can drive my car around because it costs too much to drive my truck. So this thing, and again, maybe this isn't the target audience, but I was describing it to my dad and listed off the stats, and he's like, yeah, that sounds amazing, except that's not enough towing capacity. And I was like, Jesus, how much do you need? He said that the double and hydrous tanks that they pull just the liquid in the tanks is 14,000 pounds. <laughs> what do they tow those with today? Huge ass fucking Dodge diesel pickup. Ah. Like you Six can and, like, okay, so you can pull like just because that's what it's rated at doesn't mean you can't do it. <laughs> Well, they, Whether you, did see you the, should, though. I mean, you did see, like, the like, Toyota when they pulled the space shuttle, right? Yeah, this thing, this, this totally fucking could. truck right here, this Tesla can probably go out there and pull a fucking fleet of, a battalion of tanks. 
like it like it has so much torque but it's not like it's just not you're they're not gonna rate it for that right so like yeah this thing would probably pull those uh anhydrous tanks just fine but i i think the towing capacity i couldn't i don't remember on 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 the pickup he has i think it's pro- it's i think it's around like 16 17 or 18000 pounds or something like that that's pushing it right up to the brink isn't it i mean if you get up to the how much can the, the and that's a 2500 i think what's what's the 3 quarter tons this is 3500 ones um, yeah, if you've got like the Dodge 3500s, you're, you get into like the 30,000 pounds of towing capacity. Yeah. Um, but that's, he's definitely, he's not pulling in hydro's tanks with that. He's got a 2500, which I think the max towing capacity, well, it's definitely not 5,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> three quarter tons around 18 and the three 3500s are about 31. Yeah. 31, and it's 000. all gonna. It depends on what hitches you have and all that stuff yeah. too, right? Um, I, he was telling me, was it? Man, I don't want to mess up the numbers for all our viewers. Um, but I think the just we'll up. yeah, just the hitch he uses when he pulls that shit can have like it's like it's either like four or seven thousand pounds of weight just on the hitch that's not that's not how much you're pulling that's how much weight can be resting on the hitch like how much weight is pushing down on that yeah so like yeah i I don't know i just uh, i i know that i showed it to him and he's like pretty open-minded about this kind of shit and the price is good because to replace his ram like like if you were to replace the big ass farm pickup i mean you're talking over the max price of one of these anyway you're oh, talking easily. like i mean it's like it's like 75 80 grand yeah, yeah and that's expensive. that's just for the i mean that's that's really just for the truck it's like not any of the fancy stuff yeah, pickup trucks got. are crazy expensive i agree with you matt that's a pretty good price yeah. oh the price is phenomenal the fact that you can <clears> I, <throat> what i think what was it the maxed out version of this blaine was uh uh 69.9 uh, so, something like that. So if they keep those numbers in line, like, yeah, maybe it will sell like fucking yeah. hotcakes. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, the the specs are good. Like, it's all the specs are almost so good that I'm like, you know, maybe I put a deposit down on one. But nah, we'll see. Maybe I need a truck. <laughs> I I'm interested to see it come out and see how see how many people actually drive it on the road. I still don't see a lot of Teslas whether they're Model S's or 3's today, but... Uh, I I see quite a few in just Des Moines. You don't see them up there? No, there's, like... I see, like, three of them. I know there's huh. one in town, and I know there's one at, in town at my work, and I think there's one I person down the street with an axe. I seeing them, because I definitely see them more frequently than it sounds like you're describing you see them. I also don't live near a major metropolitan city, so... <laughs> Right, you're not. Well, yeah, I have to drive through Des Moines every day. And I you're drive not through cornfields. You're, right, you're not. You're not having to drive into the cities, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I drove a Tesla. So for truck. so for where you're driving, saying maybe three or four, ain't too bad. No, probably not. That's pretty good penetration into that market uh, right now. Yeah, I'm actually surprised there's that many. So, anyway. 
What? Drove a Tesla truck. What if uh? Drive a Tesla truck. You know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Logan's maybe, got it. Maybe Logan can raise some cows instead and uh, haul them around with his cyber truck, but uh, give them VR headsets to produce better milk. See, oh now we're God. talking about the future here. <laughs> no, just weird shit, Logan. So hey, they I, gained weight, didn't they? I like how this is, of course, in Moscow, in Russia. <laughs> Where they apparently strapped modified VR headsets, which this picture just looks ridiculous, <laughs> to improve the, the cow's mood, and of Excuse course, me, what? To improve the cow's mood. Mood. Their mood. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, on the end of that. Oh man, <laughs> I'm really happy with that. <laughs> Uh, but apparently, the uh, they played some videos for the cows that simulated summer fields with colors tuned for the animals' eyes, which apparently allowed them to produce better milk. I don't know. Yeah, I saw something else about this the other day, and they they were talking about the fact that animals are starting to gain weight too, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> Your dairy cows putting on weight. <laughs> means that they'll produce well fattier. that's because they they're they're just standing there they're not walking around or nothing or because you can't see where they're going yeah that's probably true you know instead of being out in an actual field and moving around they're just sitting in their pens doing nothing and enjoying a field virtually so they're getting yeah. fatter just like getting, kids are today that, mean, exactly the same thing <laughs> whether they're happier or not they're putting on weight and producing more milk so who cares <laughs> I'm just imagining kids at home putting on more weight and producing more milk. <laughs> producing more milk, yeah. I was talking about the kids. Are we still talking about the cows? Gross. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, no, I guess it's... that's kind of a cool thing. I. What's going to happen next? Yeah, it's an interesting thought because this is, like not a far stretch from giving yourself an, a virtual work environment um, or augmented work environment, one or the other. You know, I believe back in, I don't know when uh, I made the suggestion that we had virtual first class. <laughs> that yeah. is right. Man, I wonder if the cows could fly virtual first class. But uh, You know, you put on these VR things and now you can do anything. You can make cows mad. I'm not going to lie, I just flipped to the tab and this photo is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Uh, it's the best. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that this is just some guy who's like, I like cows. I like VR headsets. I'm, I'm sorry. I think That's you a mean, ass VR think headset. You mean these cows are unhappy. So me and over Mother Russia, we need to make cows happy. Give what them better accents mood. are you guys doing? Um, Muddled Russian? <laughs> uh, Texas. Dope. Dope. Yeah, this is... Uh, I don't... I'm just going to thumbs down because it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> You know, I, I'm going to give it a thumbs no, up because I think maybe that because Russia is so dark during the winter that they have to keep their cows happy somehow. I say thumbs up for VR. Thumbs down because this is a pretty crummy <laughs> idea, but thumbs up for a great photo op. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Where do you get a big-ass... 
VR headset like that for something that, and that's big. A cow's head is big. I don't know. I think it'd probably fit your head. They had to make <laughs> they had to make a cow adapter. <laughs> that's why it's only in Russia. Only in Mother Russia. Mm. All right. Well, what else might what else did not happen in Russia was that apparently a Delta Airlines lost its inflatable slide what? while it was flying from Paris to your airport. What? Why is the preview frame for this video an Emirates aircraft? I have no idea. My video doesn't load, so mine isn't loading either. It's great. It's probably cuz it's on Fox News. Yeah. Did this guy inflate the slide? So apparently a Boeing 767 was flying to Boston Logan International Airport when the airport... Oh, sorry, you missed the joke. (laughs) Yes, you did. Uh, (laughs) When the pilot apparently heard a loud noise and after the aircraft landed, they discovered that the right rear evacuation slide was missing. That's awesome. And on top of that, it fell in the front yard of a Milton resident who said it apparently damaged several trees. Well, Delta better pay for it. (laughs) If Reddit is any indication, this guy needs to get himself a tree lawyer. (laughs) He said no injuries or ground damage were reported to the FAA. (laughs) There's ground damage. Don't don't tell the train people nearby. They might try and claim that property is theirs. Tell you that you got to pay to have it regraded or something stupid. Oh, I don't understand how it fell out of the airplane. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know either. They they said that it's one of the over wing slides, which I thought that those like came out the doors, like the the emergency exits over the wings. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe when you open the door, it activates it, but it's not actually like. No. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It it it's a side plate on the on the plane. So it's like one of the shielding plates had to have like come loose. And it was wouldn't have been that big, right? Cuz the thing folds up pretty tight, but one of the shielding plates on the side of the plane had to have come loose or on the the wing wherever it pops out from. But it's like a it's like a car when you hit the airbag, right? Airbag like oh, pops out sure. from the top of the thing from the the like passenger front guard whatever it is dashboard there's the word spit it out pops out over the so the plate I... and pushes the plate out of place i don't you had me at airbag i wonder if like i apparently this guy reported it to the police but i'm like why wouldn't you want to keep it like that'd be pretty cool yeah why tell somebody like turn it into a giant slip and slide just blow it up in your backyard. <laughs> and let the kids play on it. Like, exactly. Seriously, I'm I'm wondering. This cop's wondering the same thing. He's looking at that thing, going, <laughs> "What am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, he's like, All "Where's right. the cord?" <laughs> All right, dude. Where's so the he's, point? He's looking to make it blow up. He's like, "Can I get this thing just to pop so I can leave it here?" I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't just open fire immediately upon sight. <laughs> It's like, I mean, it's like cereal. Suppressing fire. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's really, I guess that's really a, a UFO, an un- unidentified flying object. You, you gotta shoot it down. Me, Cyril? 
<laughs> Stuff falling from the sky. Uh, Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Yeah, I give this a thumbs down. I I think that somebody should have secured the slide, and uh, because they the didn't, slide. they they should have not turned it in. Finders keepers. Thumbs down for it being reported. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm giving it a thumbs up because I am just just now joining the conversation. <laughs> dude, you're making it here just in time. Uh, you're just I like it. just in time. Yeah. Um. Is it time for Elon Musk pitches? Delta. Yeah, why not? Elon Musk pitches for the week. I just want to know why the the summary image is Emirates. Is Emirates owned by Delta? No, that's not right. Delta doesn't have that much money. Hmm? You don't know Delta. So Silas. Yes. Those memory cards that I ordered, right? Yes. I got them all. Yeah. And put them in this little holder thing. But I was curious. I went back to Amazon. They're still the same price. Remember how it would only let me order three? Yeah. It would only let me put three in the cart. I can order three again right now. What, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you need an arsenal of those things. Yeah. Bum, 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 I don't bum, know what things we're bum, talking just about. Just now, like, this is funny. Bum, 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 right now, bum, I've got... Sure. Almost 900 gigs. That's so many In memory cards? They make one terabyte micro SD cards. Yeah, but these guys were like the lowest per gigabyte that I saw. Yeah. Between, I mean, mean, maybe the 512 in my phone. Yeah, the 512 Samsung Evo Select was not as good a deal as getting the 256. How much is it right now? The 256 gigabyte is no, selling. One, how much is the 512? Uh, sixty four ninety nine. Really? Plus fifteen percent cash back if you use an Amazon Prime card. Oh, that's a that's a good deal. The 256 right now is twenty seven ninety nine. Wow, that's. Oh yeah, I bought three of them the other day. Huh. Nice. That's an insane deal. I think I spent 120 bucks on my 512 because it was like the only one available when I bought it. Literally, I mean, I couldn't find any 512s available in the states when I went to buy it because it was just when the oh, really? Note 10, Note 9 had come out, and it was there was one option, and it was yeah, the SanDisk one terabyte is 249 dollars. Good grief. I missed all of Councilcast. That is fantastic. Look at me go. I'm so good at this. All right. Yeah, well, why don't we do the cool. Elon Musk pitch for the week then? Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's see. What, what do you got then, Silas? Step up, man. Man, I uh, I got some good stuff for Elon this week. <laughs> I want him to make... I just want him to make all of uh, my challenge to him it's not necessarily you know a specific item this time it's just a general blanket challenge that everything that he makes from now on should be shaped like um 
the like Tomb Raider's boobs <laughs> on the truck. Like Whoa. every item he makes should just be shaped like his new his new truck. Interesting. With, uh, Mm. Uh, with those um, Nintendo 64 boobs. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. Nintendo 64 boobs. Alright. Got it. That's it. That's my whole pitch. I think... I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up and recommend <laughs> that he has a custom spray for the Cybertruck that is Laura Croft. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. It's uh, something else. <laughs> All right, who else has a pitch for the week? I'd like to see him do some VR goggles for people that fly on planes. <laughs> and no, 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 no. Virtual not first, first class. class, not virtual first class. This is. This is virtual disaster. So you're on the plane. <laughs> things go wrong, you know, like, uh, it, you know, the plane's going down or the, uh, the, the plastic slide uh, kicks out of the side. Or A window gets cracked and window five gets people cracked, get sucked out. Gets sucked out or there's snakes on the plane. Just any disaster you like, you just, you just collect it. <laughs> And then you watch it, and you live it. And I, um, I want him to do that. I think he could do it, and I want him to do it. And I want the goggles to be shaped like that car. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yes. <sighs> Headset shaped like Nintendo 64 boobs. Got it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Something else, guys. <laughs> All right, I think that uh, you know, I think that that Elon Musk is probably—I don't know what airbags look like inside of his Teslas, but I think he should replace them. <laughs> Stole my idea. <laughs> not not with <laughs> Nintendo sixty-four boobs. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> Those but would have been replaced rough and them prickly. I would not have wanted that. With an inflatable uh, raft that's shaped like Nintendo 64 boobs. <laughs> <laughs> First responders show up. Uh, can we help you, sir? No, no, no. I'm fine. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I'm in pixelated Laura Croft's boobs. <laughs> Inflatable raft shaped like Nintendo 64 boobs. All right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Logan? <laughs> um, uh, I sent my ideas over to Matt. What? No, you didn't. Did any of them get approved? <laughs> you never did that. <laughs> All right, geez, sell me out. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know that I. I don't know that I have anything. Make more Nintendo sixty four boobs. Um, you know, I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind um, 
playing Nintendo 64 Laura Croft on your Tesla. He, that you want you want him to redesign the Nintendo 64 to look like <laughs> Nintendo 64 boot. I was just going to tell him that if he was going to launch any more satellites into space, at least give us something good to look at and make his next satellites look like Nintendo 64, 64 boots. In the shape of the car. Uh, shaped what? like Nintendo 64 boobs. All right, got it. <laughs> Where did this come from? I like it that no matter what we say, Blaine is just typing whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to make spaghetti out of Nintendo 64 boobs. Got it. <laughs> now you know how oh, I run man. my meetings at work. <laughs> <laughs> Your team has to love that. Great idea, Tim. Angular boobs. I like it. Tim said he didn't get any of his work done. I'm not listening to you, Tim. Morgan said she didn't get any of her work done. All right, Matt, you got anything you want to add for a Musk pitch? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Apparently, he didn't get any of my ideas. Man, I'm going to get thumbs up to all you, of these ideas. You missed an opportunity to just say, got it, Nintendo 64 boots. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, not cooler if you had. Elon Musk ain't getting my ideas for free anymore. Mm. Well, th- this week's Council Cast brought to you by Elon Musk. No, it's not. <laughs> This week brought to you by Nintendo 64 boobs. <laughs> Don't lie. All right. With that, I'm going to call this council meeting adjourned. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. We do record Dun-dun. this podcast live Tuesday nights on YouTube. And if you liked what you saw and want to check out all of our past episodes, you can go to councilcast.org. You now also, on Discord. You, we, we now stream from Discord. If you like what you saw... Um, Send us a message, I guess, at councilcast at gmail.com or Twitter, if it doesn't get deleted, at realcouncilcast. <laughs> Has anybody checked that email lately? Yes, I check it every week. You do? For real? Well, that's how he That's how I send out all the things. Oh, so you did see Did you get my email then and you just ignored it? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Oh, Wow. All right. Thanks for listening and goodbye. 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 Wow.